You're listening to another episode of The Podcast Gauntlet, only on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. There are many things that all of us can accomplish in 25 minutes. Did you know that every single episode of your podcast must be 25 minutes or you'll die? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more inside this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, the other one of your hosts. Brian, this is one of the sage hallmarks of podcasting is what is the exact perfect length for a podcast so that someone can succeed with a podcast. And so what's the answer, Brian? Oh, I, I think the answer, because I see the answer like every week in at least one of the podcast groups, the answer is exactly 25 minutes because people drive to work every single day. So it must be 25 minutes. Right. Not 26. (laughs) Right. Not 31. It must be 25 minutes only. Right. It's like the holy hand grenade. It must be exactly (laughs) 25, not 23 unless followed by 24 and 25. That's the rule. Yeah. Typically inside a variety of podcast coach guide people, whatever their current moniker is, The most recent one I've seen that I really like because I'm a former interpreter, but podcast interpreter is the newest one that I've seen inside of the podcast industry. For those of you that are podcast interpreters, bully for you. That's awesome. Anyway, if you're utilizing something like 29 minutes, original, that's awesome. The real answer, though, is something that I want to make sure we focus on a lot inside this episode. There's no doubt that catering to drive time, to catering to sections of people's lives, Catering to short attention span theater, I do totally agree. There is a time, place, and audience for all of those things. Unfortunately, what that means, though, is that not everything is going to be 25 minutes, especially podcasting. When we look at the advent of social media currently, whether it's us taking shorter bits of video that's been shot inside of a a podcast that has some sort of video thing over on YouTube, oh, kind of like this one, or something that's longer form or even something that's shorter form where it's only a minute of something that's being published. The fact is that they all have value. It's how you build and share that valued library that matters in the long run. Let's run through a series of what I'm talking about. Back in the day, I did a podcast called the 24 podcast, 24 podcast.com. And over at 24 podcast.com, what we conjured was the review of the weekly adventures of Jack Bauer. And 24 on Fox, the hit Fox show, 24. And it was awesome. Well, included inside of that show, we did something called the 24 and 60. Now, originally, I wanted it to be the whole episode synopsis in about 60 seconds. And that never happened. (laughs) Because there was too much going on inside of every single episode of the hit Fox show, 24. And so it was impossible. And so the average usually was about three and a half minutes, between three and a half minutes and five minutes. And I was able to get it down to that and give a good, solid, cogent idea of what's going on so that if you had never seen the show, you'd still have a context of what's going on. But that 24 and 60 also served as another library entry that can appear for fans or people that just want to get a quick, reasonably hilarious synopsis of each and every episode of the Hit Fox Show 24. So those being three and a half minutes or five minutes, checkbox. Awesome. Did they have to be 25-minute reviews? Absolutely not. In fact, many of our 24 podcast episodes, they were far longer than the 47 minutes 
inside of televised offerings, they usually spanned about an hour and a half on average. So yes, our podcast that did also feature the 24 and 60 inside of it, it lasted longer than the actual show lasted on television, but people took it on. Guess what else they took on Brian? When there were two episode back to backs, meaning there were two episodes to talk about, they shut up and listened to all of it. They didn't go, oh man, I've been listening for an hour. I'm turning this off. Nobody did that. That is all fallacy. If you can guide people through whatever the length of podcast is across storytelling, across details, across perspectives that only you have or your guests have, guess who's in for the long, hours long hauls because they can't get it somewhere else? And the answer is the listenership. Yeah, I I would totally agree with that. In fact, I'll share my first show was the Engaging Missions show where I interviewed missionaries and church planters. Mm-hmm. And my initial target was that 25 to 30 minute range. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because this was 2014 back when sort of that medium form content was kind of the pinnacle or that's what people thought. But what I found was that I couldn't really get it. So I said, okay, well, I'll go up to an hour. Well, one time I had an interview that actually ran for an hour and like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I made the call to cut it up. And you know what? My audience hated it. I got negative feedback about that. And I actually have a client who had episodes where he was recording long form, but he wanted to cut them up into two to three different sections and trickle them out. And we did this for a while because, I mean, in some ways, the customer's right, right? I mean, if that's what he wants to do, that's what I'll do for him. But I got a little bit more involved in his show and we started getting feedback. And what his listeners told him was, um, hey, buddy. If, I, if I'm out of drive time, I can pause this. I would rather be in charge of when and how I listen than yes. have you make the decision for me because if I have to wait two weeks to come back to catch the end of this episode, I'm going to forget. And we saw this bear out in the downloads. The first one would get double anything that ever followed if we ever cut it up. And so we've changed the format of his show and that's in process right now. So we'll see how it plays out. But I expect he's actually going to grow listenership because he listened to his his audience who said, I don't care if it's 20 minutes or 50 minutes or an hour and 10. If you're giving me something that I want, I'll pause it. I'll come back. I got skills, buddy. And they do. Yes. And the faster that podcast apps are evolving and they, I mean, like there's at least two or three different features that are inside of every single podcast app available currently that pop up every couple of months at max. It's usually even more frequent. There's options there for listeners to help scoot through your podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it's just there. It's one of the reasons why I, it's not that I don't have any shame, but I'm glad to put in the live reads, the advertisements, whatever else, because if somebody doesn't want to listen and they don't want to help foster your program by skipping past them, Hey, have at it. It doesn't make any difference. I would love for you to help us, but if you don't, and all you want is the content that is great content that we conjure for you. Hey, hit that fast forward button a couple times. Go for it, buddy. It, it's up to you. It doesn't make any difference to me. It's also why I do like podcasts currently that kind of get to it. So I don't have to listen for a couple of minutes across oodles of nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you're giving me the intro, uh, I always equate, and it's because I started in television review, obviously. But originally I equated our podcasts and many of our podcasts across time to an episode of a television show. And on the television show or during a television show, you'd see, hey, look, a network ad. Welcome to Fox. This 
is Fox FX, your plaza for awesome, whatever their little zing was. And then there would be the intro for whatever the television program was, which usually spanned depending on what the show was, you know, like maybe a minute, maybe a little bit more than a minute, depending on the show or better yet, they would have something like a little tiny intro and then there'd be the, the intro to the show and then there'd be the rest of the show. And so spinning through those options, except in audio form was something that I explored always inside of that, where an intro for most of the podcasts, it was about a minute. You could spend a minute listening or you could just hit the fast forward button or you little, you grabbed the little dot inside the player and you dragged to where you don't hear Goonie music and Mike Wilkerson voice anymore. And now it's Agent Lavosco and I talking about 24 or whatever you want to listen to. The bottom line is that you got to make something that you like too. And while I want the listeners to drive what you're doing inside of Podcastum, I also want everyone to remember that you've got to also be satisfied with what you're making. And as long as it's not uh, something that includes terrible sound, that includes speed bumps like, I don't know, nobody would ever do this, but like breaking up episodes just to have multiple episodes because that's what the person that owns the podcast wants. Oh, well, they're doing that too. I feel like you're picking on me now. I don't know what to do this. <laughs> uh, the bottom line is that when you create an environment and you're creating the storytelling and when you dangle the little participle of you cannot possibly get it somewhere else, dude, they're in for the long haul. And all you got to do is engage. That's it. I'd like to also add that sometimes there are things that you want to be part of your show that don't need to take as long as you think they do. I agree with that. You've talked about station breaks or ads in the past. There are ways to work an ad in where it's actually more valuable for the advertiser, even if it's only three to five seconds, right? Oh, so, yeah. for example, if we were to have the podcast gauntlet sponsored by Focusrite, and we can say that, like, this show is brought to you by such and such. So they're sort of like a named part of the show. And they're not sponsoring us. That would be great, but they're not. So don't like get angry with them because of what we say. But th that's a, a way to really seriously add value right up front that only takes a couple seconds. So if you're thinking, yeah, I want to clip some of these up, maybe there's a way that you don't have to run a three-minute mid-roll in order to make yes. an advertiser happy. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. What I also love too, and we have a lot of podcast editors that listen to our program, and something I want to emphasize, especially for you podcast editors out there, is a podcaster mentioning that there are outstanding podcast editing services going on inside of this program. That's an ad dude. <laughs> so make sure you contemplate rolling that in to something that you're doing with a podcaster or a series of podcasts or a program like this one. If in the future, one of you people that is editing this podcast, if you'd like your podcast editing business mentioned inside of it, I'm certain that something can be worked out where we literally mention the incredible services that we're getting from say editorcore.com. If you have a podcast, look, you know, you don't want to be editing it. You want to reclaim the time that you lose by sitting in front of an editing stack. You need to get your ass over to editorcore.com and find a good qualified trained editor to get yourself taken care of. Now back to the program, Brian. <laughs> and it's that easy. It doesn't have to be exhaustive. There doesn't have to be elaborate lead-in music to do anything. There doesn't have to be the colloquial text that's included so that everything sounds homogenized somehow so that it's an advertisement. All of that can disappear, and it's just you telling people what you think and what they should go and do, and now on to the next thing. And that's it. That really is it. Something else I wanted to bring up, too, 
there are podcasts that are out there that are marathon podcasts. There was one that I had the Hall of Famer Dave Jackson and Eric Johnson review for me, and it was an episode of WhatCopsWatch.com. And over inside of that episode, there's no way that they were expecting anything <laughs> that we sent them. The good part, though, is that they were entertained. The podcast is almost four hours. And when you say, wait a minute, you made a podcast that's four hours? Yes. I made a podcast that was four hours and you go, my God, that must've been some giant epic awesome of insert awesome. And it is awesome. And it was about something awesome. It was about the movie, the fugitive. Oh, nice. But if you'll remember the runtime of the fugitive is less than two hours. So the podcast is actually twice as long and then some than the actual movie that it was reviewing. So you ask yourself, what in the hell did you talk about? for four plus hours about the fugitive. And the answer is we had a perspective review, which is always long form anyway. It's going to run hour and a half ish at least. But what I brought on was a uh, chief of a local police department. I brought on a uh, South side serving Chicago cop a portion of the feature film, the fugitive with Harrison Ford is featured inside of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And so he went to all of the different places that are showcased inside of that movie and talked about what they look like now. Okay, so that's awesome. He also talked about law enforcement procedures and policies inside of Chicago in regard to how something like that would be handled now compared to when that movie came out in the 90s. What I also had on there was a retired federal marshal. And so who better to have perspective that, again, you will get nowhere else than all of those people and myself talking about what happens inside of The Fugitive starring Harrison Ford. And again, when you start making this wonderful blossom of a filet mignon that you simply cannot order and get somewhere else, make as much content as you need to, to showcase all of it. And don't think that because, oh my God, we're at the 61 minute mark. I have to, we got to wrap this up. Don't do that to your audience. I think one of the most unsatisfying moments I have inside of any program is where they go, man. I would love to talk more, but we're out of time. What? You're not out of anything, dude. This is a podcast. You can hit the pause button. What are we doing? So do your fans and listeners a favor. Give them the respect to just go and have a great interview or a great discussion and help engage in what is supposed to be something always longer than 25 minutes. Brian, you got the last move. Well, I'm, I'm actually going to push back a little bit on that. We need to draw it to a close because we're out of time. Uh, we because, are. <laughs> because I've had to do that from time to time because I had guests booked for a certain amount of time and I knew that they had other things. But yeah, like we need to cut it at 25 because somebody said 25. I mean, let's just take a step back and realize that podcasting is not radio. Correct. And podcasting is not broadcast TV. You're not required to turn in 23 minutes so that they can run seven minutes of ads Correct. through your show. Right. It's your show. I mean, if you're an indie podcaster, it's your show. You're in control of how long it is. And to Mike's point, as long as you're giving people something that they really, really want, that they want to get from you, the meeting point of the way your brain works and the content works and what your audience wants dictates how long that show should be. So if you're a long form person, don't try and lock yourself into a 25 minute show. If you're a super short form, I want to get to the goods and get out. 
Don't try and get your show up to 25 minutes or even 10. If you've got a three-minute show, run a three-minute show and run it well. That's, that's where I sit. I agree with that. The answer, and I see this a lot, again, I've seen it a lot from Hall of Famer Dave Jackson, is the, the answer to how long does a podcast need to be, and it needs to be so that you don't get bored. <laughs> right. It needs to be engaging. Be long enough to not bore the listener. Or, or the host. I, yeah, I, I, totally, I totally agree with that. They're, they're going to have the opportunity to know, uh, typically, something about you. It's why I think the value of having a 101 episode for every podcast where they can learn about you, but also about why you're podcasting, which is another episode that we've got in the in the library, by the way, it is so vital. And I have to tell you that we have done this episode in less than 25 minutes. The only thing left is for all of you to tell us what you think. To do that, you're going to go over to podcastgauntlet.com, fill out the quick web form, and tell us what you think. Who knows? We might feature your comments inside of a future all-fan input episode that will clearly run more than 25 minutes. Impossible. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, the other one of your hosts. Thank you guys for tuning into the Podcast Gauntlet. Remember always, throw down, rise, and shine in podcasting.